Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek Mate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello everybody, my name's Jude and, uh, well, Jude Hawkins even. And uh, this week we're doing something a little bit different. We're just going to go straight into it. Uh, and I'll just explain. We keep wanting to record a Patreon pod for the patrons out there. We still haven't got onto the second Trek movie, Wrath of Khan. We're um, <laughs> We were going to do a review, is the thing, in the first place. But then we just... Neither of us got round to rewatching it. I know we've seen it dozens and dozens of times, but... Um, we just decided, oh, let's just let's do a watch along. But it's nearly two hours, so finding two hours um, any time of the day is difficult. And uh, it's now we're recording for the first time in a long time in the daytime right now while the, all the kids are at school. Um, but even then, we haven't got two hours to spare. So um, we're still going to uh, record that for the next patreon but we decided to do something it was uh one of the patrons in fact was it darren wayne it was darren darren suggested um we just watched not not for the show but for, we watch an episode of teen titans go um uh which what did he say to you that it's very star trekky very Star Trekky and very Star Warsy, and I have actually seen this episode because in my house, Teen Titans Go is a big thing already, mm. and so I've barely seen it. I, I'm vaguely aware of it, so you may as well tell everyone what it is who who doesn't know. And... Well, Teen Titans Go is uh, basically a uh, kids animated series, which, to be honest, is. It is one of them uh, animated series that it's perfectly enjoyable for adults. It's they're not... the best, aren't they? But when yeah. you can all watch along together, but stuff goes over their head that you can enjoy. Exactly, and it's it just got a real quirky sense of humour that's just absolutely hysterical. And it's based around the DC uh, group, the Teen Titans, which is uh, spearheaded by Robin. Mm, he's, he's pretty much the only one i know that's in there for definitely yeah no there's uh, it's a uh, whole it's new characters there was a um like uh, adult show that was um uh, brought out on netflix about a year ago uh called titans mm-hmm. which uh is like a more uh 
adult version, like using uh, the same characters, but in like, mm. a, a totally different context than that. So it's yeah, you've uh, you've got your main characters. You've uh, got Robin. Uh, you've got uh, Cyborg. You've got Beast Boy, uh, and you've got I think uh, what's the name? Star Fury. Starfire, Star Fury, and um, shit. And there's one other character. I my mind's going blank. I'm so shit. But yeah, and right. it'll pop up when we watch it. No, and it's just a really, really cool, fun uh, show that's uh, done in. Like, it, it, I I'm trying to draw Obviously a comparison. Done well for itself. It's got at least five seasons on Netflix. It's uh, five seasons on Netflix, and I think the sixth season is currently showing on like ITV, like on yeah. CITV. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? No, exactly. So no, it's it's doing really well. So yeah, Darren suggested that we uh, watch the episode, and I'm uh, well up for it. And so is Jude. But mm. yeah, no, as Jude said, we do apologise that um, we haven't uh, put out uh, another Patreon yet. We uh, we will sort that out. With... We just wanted to make it a quality one, and it's just finding the time. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, we're now the kids are back at school. We're hopefully going to have more time. And now that uh, the studio that I was building is nearly complete, so it means that I'll be able to record during the day because uh, I couldn't exactly like uh, I do a split shift, so I'm always at home in the middle of the day. Mm. So it means that uh, me and you can bump more often, but it, uh, at the same time, I couldn't exactly kick the wife out of the house and be like, no. can, can you sit the other end of the house and be quiet whilst yeah. I record, please? Yeah, it wouldn't so, down too well. No, exactly. So the studio is now like three quarters done. Uh, so I'm recording in there today. It's not soundproofed yet. It's nearly fully insulated. Getting yeah, it's, it's cool. Or... This is a, a historical Trekmate moment that everyone's witnessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm finally in the studio, and it's quite a nice sized space. Really, it's mm-hmm. nine foot by seven foot, and it's uh, I, I'm going to have plenty of space to be displaying shit and yeah, everything. Yeah, I so... look forward to it, to to it being done. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. But it has made now that it's getting to that point, it's made me think. I want to. I even though for years I've been like I don't need stuff. I don't need things. And now that uh, I'm moving in here, I'm like I want some nice bits to display. And uh, after seeing the new Back to the Future Necker figures that are coming out, oh, I've I'm not like, seen that. Yeah, no, they're they've released in. A, they're coming out end of the month over here but they're already in america there's two versions of marty one from 1985 and one from i've got to see that 2015 i'll look at that i don't want to interfere with the uh internet stream sort of thing yeah Yeah. and i'll uh, do it after the pod but i've got the turtles necker figures and they're amazing yeah really, and they've really they've re- uh, they've released biff and then doc is coming later in the so year Biff, young biff uh, biff from 55 mm from 1955 and the boxes look absolutely brilliant because um it's like uh, biff comes in the sports almanac box oh wow That's and very and i'm trying to think uh the uh, oh they also have got a marty that's in like the radioactive suit right uh that comes in like the comic that the kid had like the 
like tales from the untold or whatever it is yeah and uh, they just look really really nice and i'm like okay i want them necker figures and then i was like but i would re- also really like the same turtles necker figures that jude's got as well yeah. and then i was like oh and i want some ghostbusters figures yeah. <laughs> so i think suddenly the whole thing of me not wanting stuff is kind of going out the window as I'm it's thinking. It's difficult when the stuff is as cool as, as that, as the NECA stuff. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely thinking I'm going to be asking people for NECA figures for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good one for us geeky dads and geeky adults out there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I've, uh, if that's... If you've got no one to buy it for you, buy it for yourself, wrap it up. Maybe. Exactly because it's like I I I love my like Star Trek figures that I got from like Playmates and that, but they're not quite of that sort of caliber of. Oh no, they're not. Like being just quite that cool. And well, even... basically, like all my Star Trek Playmate figures, like I let my youngest son Cisco play with them, and like he could throw them across the room, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. If you did that with the Necker stuff, you'd just be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't even let him near them. I'll just love showing them. But yeah, don't not, touch. No, not thirty quid a pop. Yeah, no. So yeah, no. I'm looking forward to getting that uh, all set up and then having like the DeLorean set up. And also, I might make a space. For... The thing is, the tr- at first. I think I'm going to be very testing with because even though I know that I've made it um, like weatherproof, I want to make sure that nothing gets too damaged before, like like nothing gets like yeah like in cool. like uh, condensation or anything before I'm like okay and then I can put my canvas up now I can put yeah like, so I'm I'm hoping I'm pretty positive I've done a good enough job because. Like I've got all of like the wood on the outside, then put all of the foil insulation. It sounds to me yeah. from our texts and calls that you're being thorough. I I think yeah. you're going to be all right. Yeah. I'm positive I'm going to be fine. And then also during the winter, I'm probably going to get like a tiny little heater or something in it just to try and yeah. keep it at like a sort of like 15 degrees sort of level, just so. And it... with all the insulation and and soundproofing, that that's going to work even better. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, no, it's it's been a long process getting it just because um, it's one of them things that costs a lot of money to get done. I think all in all, when all is said and done, the shed would have cost me, well, cost us because the missus has fronted a lot of the money, uh, would have cost us like just under 600 quid mm. to get yeah. it done. But when you think about what you get for that, I, I'm very happy with because you wouldn't ever get like a shed out of the box like uh-huh. with the same dimensions or You've whatever done a really good job with that amount definitely yeah no so that's it i think oh we've got i think we've got one episode of um uh lower decks to catch up with at I'm some sure point too because uh, i know it's finished now no i think it's one i think we've only got the q episode to do. That, that's the finale then yeah i think that yeah. is it yeah so I, th- I think that's all we've got i uh just for the I, i've already said this to wayne but just for everyone else uh got quite an amusing idea for our next um 
episode which uh, i'll just let you guys tune in um mm-hmm. but yeah got something funny on the way i think i look forward to uh discussing it after the show yeah yeah because yeah jude hasn't actually informed me what this idea is i, I say yet. i've got an idea in you stole an idea stole an idea of another pod another podcast which has nothing to do with star trek so i always feel justified in that that's it they weren't going to use it for the same means mm. so why not and i i have to say i've um uh, i've listened to five episodes of the am2 podcast now that, yeah that's who i stole it off yeah yeah, they're yeah. nice guys. Yeah, no, they're. Really, I'm really enjoying it. It's a uh, for anyone else who's a Shenmue fan, they're a, a Shenmue fan podcast. Mm. So at the moment, I'm still in the before times, before like Shenmue HD had been released, and yeah, I've literally just got to the point now where the game has just been re- uh, released. The you know the HD remake, um, mm-hmm. but still, still not Shenmue free in their world. Yeah, but yeah, it's good and. It, it's sort of surprising and not surprising at the same time, like how much content they can get out of at that time was just two, two games. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because that's the thing. It's like, we've been going so long, but when you think of how much content there is of Star Trek compared oh, to... We're so spoiled, yeah, for, for things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I've been really enjoying it. And there, I think, 60-odd episodes in at this point. But, yeah, at least I think I'm on about 40 or something. No, about 50, actually. Mm-hmm. So I guess they slow down at some point. But uh, but yeah, all sorts of interesting things, like one of the ones I've been enjoying the most, which is, is another idea we could steal when you think about it, is um, sort of character profiling, but all the NPCs, like all the people that you just meet in the street, not yeah. the main characters. So at some time there was like a strategy guide released where they actually tell you about who these characters are. Like this information never comes up uh, in the game itself, but it's the official strategy guide. So it's like it's canon, I guess you'd say. I I think a lot of that information, if I remember rightly, going back, a lot of that information was also included on the Shenmue passport. Yeah, yeah, that's highly likely. Yeah, which I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, no. Um, what, uh, have you downloaded? The, it, someone re-released the Shenmue Passport on um, on Android. No, no. I'll have a look. I'll have to send you a link I'll because see if it's available uh, on uh, iPhone. I think it is. I think oh, it is cool. because yeah, a, a whole bunch a bunch of fans like basically recreated it because obviously the passport's a thing of the past we, it, because it needed the internet to. That's right. Yeah, get all of the information. So yeah, no, they've lovingly rebuilt it. Oh, nice. So I'll have to uh, get that, uh, get a link over to you for that. But no, yes. Yeah, so, just uh, imagining uh, I was talking about like mini skirt guy from season one of TNG. Like Frederick has very large balls, which are very hot and <laughs> needs constant ventilation. So he chooses to wear the mini skirt. Unfortunately, Riker wasn't happy about this, so <laughs> kicked him off in season one. He was never seen again. Oh, no, I think he was... Picard moved him strategically onto another ship after sexual harassment claims against Riker. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it, yeah. <laughs> 
so Picard was brushing it under the carpet. <laughs> but that is something we could do, though. I, I'd be interested in, you know, talking about uh, other characters like at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe people that at least had dialogue. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking roles. Mm. Yeah, no, we could definitely explore that. Oh, I'll just, just say one uh, quick thing. Like, I... Uh, got all excited over nothing the other day um i've said to you that in recent months i've i've started watching tv again like normal tv mm-hmm. I'll, i usually i'll just have it on in the background and i'm doing something else on the laptop or on my phone or something like that um, um but i just have all these like trashy channels they're all like cbs owned channels mm-hmm and uh, they just show the same things all day. But like they've just suddenly started showing a, a DS9 trailer, which oh, I think yeah. they must have just put together. Yeah. Uh, slapped it together. But it's just, uh, yeah, it's just really cool seeing one of your favorite programs still being advertised with a new advertisement. Um, it's just, it's it's mostly quotes from Quark where he's in the bar talking to someone and I can't remember what, he's probably talking about a Holosuite uh, uh, program where he's saying, it's got romance, it's got action and all this sort of stuff and then they're yeah. just like cutting to things as he's saying that. But then the very last bit of the, um, of the advertisement is uh, basically Bashir's uh, season one speech which... Uh, we put on or you put on i don't know who did it on mm-hmm. the in the world uh, in the wilderness podcast intro yeah so just having that bit at the end like in the wilderness i was just like ah, i said it <laughs> oh really yeah oh, that's uh yeah uh, actually i think he sure. doesn't say in the wilderness he says everything that is in the in the wilderness intro by bashir yeah. apart from the world words in the wilderness but i yeah. was still like he well, sort of said it yeah <laughs> Oh, dude. No, that's cool. It is nice when you see like things getting pushed as well. Mm. Because the thing is, Deep Space Nine is still just as good a watch now as it ever has been. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to get back into it. But I want to get back into Voyager more because we were we were going along there for a while. Uh, and then just all sorts of different things were going on in our lives and everybody's lives. And it just kind of stopped for both of us at the same time but i, I want to jump back on soon mm-hmm. yeah no well i uh i definitely think that we should try and kick back off with that as soon as we can as well i'd even be happy doing a, a watch along with just the one episode where i left off um mm-hmm. the one where amazingly future's end. future's end yeah yeah no, well, I'd say uh, one thing that I, um, if, uh, like we're talking outside of Trek at the moment, um, I've been watching um, a series, a Channel 4 series called Humans. And I, I've seen season one and I really enjoyed it and I've no idea why we never carried on watching it. Yeah, it's all Don't on Netflix why. now. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely on my radar or on my list rather to, to go back to it. Yeah, but yeah, no, it, season one was great. Very good idea for a show. Yeah, it was never on my radar whatsoever, and uh, I've absolutely loved it. We've binged uh, season one and two, and we're on like season three now. I think we've mm. done that within about a week. But yeah, no, really enjoyed it. And also, funnily enough, 
a whole bunch of it is uh, filmed locally as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, because in season one, we're like, that's the Harlequin in Watford. And then, season, and then season three is like, oh, that, that's Highfield in Hemel Hempstead. Like, literally, we drive past that like mm. near enough every day. So, yeah, no, was, uh, that was a like, fun aspect that I wasn't expecting. But, yeah, mm. I... I think I uh, I'm an absolute sucker for AI stories. Yeah, no, it's really intriguing, really well done. What what I did see, except when it's done shit in Discovery. That's why <laughs> bad AI in Discovery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for any Discovery fans, I'd say for any Discovery fans or for any Discovery non-likers, um. That is actually what the episode next week I'd like to do is about, but I'll leave it as that. So oh. if you like it or you don't like it, you should hopefully enjoy our uh, episode. Okay, cool. No, I look forward to discovering it. Mm. So um, the episode that we're going to be watching of um, Teen Titans, Titans Go, Go. Um, obviously, it, it like most uh animated series uh there is no particular tie-ins to previous episodes you don't need to know anything they're all standalones uh, it is season five and it's called how's this for a special space <laughs> part one and two it's only about 20 minutes long and uh, it's absolute uh, it's a uh, well i enjoy it we'll see if jude enjoys it as well is it part one and two or is it it's it all in one minutes all together no, basically, it's um, a question of um, like. Each oh, they can only episode... fit so much in the title. Yeah, no. It basically it's episode one and two, but each like each episode of Teen Titans Go has two stories. So like yeah. some TV stations might split them up that, into yeah, like some TV stations might split them up into two separate ten-minute episodes or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, so that, and that is what we're going to be watching. If anyone else fancies it, it is on Netflix. Yeah, we're going to uh, watch it on Netflix. I'll do a countdown, but I'll just sort of apologise for making it awkward for people that are trying to go at the same time as me. Cause, um... Well, how about you say go and then press yours one second after? Okay, yeah, so I'll say, yeah, I'll do the countdown, but my screen is stuck on one second because it insists on having that little skip intro button uh, mm-hmm. come up and I have I just you have yeah, to click I just up get it to zero so um but yeah I'll do that that's that's good advice okay so is everybody ready we're good to go okay 5 4 3 2 1 go go <laughs> yeah uh so uh I'd say Raven, that's her name. Why would I forget that? Raven, Starfire, Fast Boy, was it? Uh, No, Beast Boy. Oh, Beast Boy. Yeah, Beast Boy, because he's got the ability to uh, change into anything. So, yeah, they have the uh, uh, Teen Titan Tower. Yeah, I I like the look of it. Oh, it's... To be honest... It's really uh, what I wish um, Lower Decks almost was. Just like totally over the top. Ooh, a galactic crime alert. Big whoop. We got something of galactic 
Anyone? <laughs> oh dear. And then Titan Towers turns into nice. the and end of music sounding very uh yeah. yeah, very Star Trek. Oh and this yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, now Robin's doing his best Kirk or well or Shatner impression rather. Oh yeah. he's got a uniform as well. Yeah. Because that's it. The whole uh, the, the whole comedy of uh, this episode comes from the fact that uh, Robin wants a Trek adventure, and everyone else wants a Star Wars style adventure. Ah, oh, okay. Insp yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh no, I have it already. It's basically saying Star Wars style's too exciting. And... Yeah. Then for some reason he see free PO being shot at. Yeah, here's your space onesies. <laughs> Wondering if the Teen Titans, not Robin, wrote uh, Star Trek Discovery. That's it. We will wear the unflattering pyjamas. I've watched another couple of episodes this week. Ah, okay. I was going to say something, but I won't if you've not finished, because I think it was from the last episode I was going to reference. Oh, what about whether they uh, name Baby Yoda? Yeah, they never do. Yeah, they always no. just call him the child. <laughs> Robin makes everyone sing the theme tune. It's making me think of uh, Black Mirror. You saw that episode, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, very good. I might have to go back and watch that at some point. Yeah. Oh, but no, honestly, uh, I would. If if you're gonna try and get uh, Cisco into any, like any like kids programs, I can, uh, Teen Titans is brilliant. I love Teen Titans. I think he may have picked it himself. Sometimes he just picks random things. Yeah, uh, because like I say, it was on recently in the house, and uh, mm -hmm. I can't remember who put it on or why. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I like anything where we can both watch along together. Yeah. I uh, I know way too many Paw Patrol episodes off by heart. It's annoying. Yeah. Oh, it, it, that used to be um, our situation. I'm just so glad that we've moved past there now. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'm still fully on that. He's still fully on that, I should say. Absolutely loves Paw Patrol. And mm-hmm. I know what it's like, because I used to do it when I was a kid, where you watch the same episodes over and over and over. And it doesn't seem like a big deal or weird to you at all. Well, we still do it now, don't we? But yeah. uh, when you love something, you love it. I love this bit here. It's everyone's reaction. I have much experience in government on the local level. Then I will see you at the next elected city council meeting. Rob announced. <laughs> wow, my heart is racing. Uh, I can't believe we're going to a government meeting. I know, and if we're lucky, they might also discuss tariffs and trade routes. Even you fans of the other type of space adventure. <laughs> Just Robin's so excited because they're gonna be yeah, so one reference on, there on a on a diplomatic mission. Yeah, they're like, no, we want to blow shit up. Also, the you know the fact that as big Star Wars and Star Trek fans, like yeah. you get all of these jokes, but if you'd never heard or never watched a second of any of it, it doesn't matter. It's still a funny little story. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's an inner light reference. Mhm. Yeah. Picard and Riker mixed together there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just the, the gradual uh, moving of time. How old are these characters supposed to be? That was a bit dodgy. Yeah. Oh no, he's aged. He's aged. He's aged. Sorry, I'm being stupid. watching along with yeah. us because otherwise this I is really so. this boring is to people really, who are just really walking boring. along. I am occasionally trying to let people know what's going on. Oh, are you going to try and do your thing though of putting the audio in? I will put the audio in yeah. as well. Yeah, audio in. Otherwise, this is going to be a boring listen for people driving their buses and their cars and walking their dogs and whatever else people do. Yeah. It's a music teacher. <laughs> Hey! 
you know that uh, green thing? Yeah. I think that's. I think whoever's doing the voice for that is the same guy that does Michelangelo in the last decent uh, Turtles. Oh really? I think so. Yeah, sounds just like him. Not not the latest one because I really don't like that. The latest yeah. one. Um, but no, the one that's all CG. I've recommended it before. So's Dom as well, in fact, on here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, forget the guy's name. I'll have to uh, I'll have to check and see what their uh, IMDb says. Yeah. Oh dear, but yeah, no, because I think. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, he's Rebio again somehow. Yeah. Whenever he shits himself. Yeah, I'm 99.9% certain that I'm right about that green monster being uh, Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to, I have to <laughs> check out that series because I haven't watched any it's like, really good. turtles. It's very much like, the, not in the how hyper it is, but very much like, you know, something that kids can watch. And uh, and that's got lo- loads of track references in it. Like mm-hmm. I'm only realising it more as I um, read old Turtles comics. The fact that it was there all along, and that's why it's in that new series or that that mm. particular series. Because um, strangely enough, that we're watching this episode, uh, the Turtles cre- was created by two guys, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And mm. Kevin Eastman was like a massive Star Wars fan, and Peter Laird was a big Star Wars fan, but a massive Star Trek fan. Oh really? So they were, yeah. So they were both putting in references to both things from the word go, basically, just where, wherever they could. Oh, how weird! I've uh, because that's, I haven't read uh, the comics. I've always intended to go and uh, read the Turtles comics, but yeah, no, I never actually knew. Yeah. Yeah, they're both big fans, and yeah, they both get it in there wherever they can. And that um, the Nickelodeon uh, late 2010 series, the second to last, whatever you want to call it, had loads of it in there. And that's what the show seemed to be all about: was it was kind of trying to please everyone. You know, everyone that's ever loved any uh, version of the Turtles over the years. Yeah, um, but the newest one is not so much that. It's kind of more like let's throw everything out of the window, something new. And I just think most fans my age are like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Like, you know, they just. But I'm not gonna go on some rant about it. Like if there's little kids out there that are enjoying it, that's that's great. No, exactly. Because then it, it, it's not made for you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah you're not that. the target audience. Yeah. The silly thing is with that CGI one, when I first saw like pictures of it somewhere, I was like, what? Why have they remade it? And it didn't look like the look of the pictures at all. But when I actually watched it, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. That's good to hear. Uh, no, virtual reality holographic chamber. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they've turned down everything uh, that Robin has suggested so far but and now they can do what they want in here in theory yeah <laughs> at least they've not all gone to nanny training school <laughs> that's it <laughs> 
Is that the same thing as the big? Does he go big and small? He Definitely. does, yeah. God, this is just making me think about um, TNG and Picard. How out of place would it have been if that dodgy, uh, I don't know, comedy French accent that Picard does in yeah. the latest Picard suit, if he'd actually done that in TNG yeah. in one of the Holosuite things, you'd just be like, what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Where does that come from? Where's that come from? And you just yeah. totally expect the other characters to do the same. Like, uh, I thought you were actually supposed to be French. <laughs> yeah. Why are you talking about that? Mm-hmm. I oh, know, it just wouldn't have... It, well, so many things in Picard wouldn't have gone down well in TNG. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, dramatic music. One hundred light years later. Oh dear. No. So uh, I don't know. With um, with lower decks though, I I I think this is the sort of humour that I was expecting from lower decks. Like it just a sort of like in your face taking the piss. Yeah. I just for me, I felt like lower decks. You know, and I've watched what feels like quite a few episodes. Like it never really seems to properly find itself like it's trying to be this it's trying to be that but not too much that not too much this Mm -hmm. and it just yeah it just never seems you know it's like if you were making a cake or something and you decided oh take some of the ingredients from red velvet cake some from chocolate cake some from this and then you put it into one thing you just be like what what is that yeah you know just because those other things are good separately and yeah. you can appreciate them putting it all together like doesn't necessarily make any sense but I, I will be doing a rewatch of it at some point mm. I'll, I'll, definitely... I'll only do a rewatch when they put it on Netflix or, or wherever yeah exactly but uh, whenever that fucking happens yeah. is there even exactly. any plans yet? I don't know because I've, I've not bothered to look it up it's not something that I'm like waiting on I, I just I can just imagine like it might suddenly appear in a year from now or something and I'll just go oh if I've got a spare twenty minutes here and there I'll I'll rewatch it see how I feel about it now yeah no well I I I definitely will rewatch it probably before Picard or um discovery yeah, there's more desire to do that yeah like I I. Look at um, watching, rewatching Picard and Discovery more as a sort of chore to do for the fact that we host a Star Trek podcast and that I want to kind of remember where I'm at mm-hmm. for for the next season. But oh, it's just yeah, with with Discovery, is there two seasons or three seasons? Just two, isn't there? Two. We're coming up to season three. I um. 
yeah, I just lost interest while watching it. It became a chore to actually watch the show. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, it, it was kind of sad, you know, considering how excited I was on the first one and how positive I was at first, and it just it all went away. But it's it's not my fault. No, and and the thing is as well, we've always wanted to be as positive as you can. Yeah. And it, it's like, I mean, if I could wave a magic wand on myself and just make myself ignorant, you know. Well, not ignorant. You know what I mean. Yeah. If I could just flip the switch, which just says, like, oh, you love it now. Yeah, I, I do that. But, you know, we, we've said over time, I'm not going into it right now, but we've said all the reasons why it isn't as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll save it for another time again. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Well, that's the thing, because I, 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 would, I would love to love it as much as what some people do. Yeah, I'm glad they do, but I just can't understand it. No. No, just because it's just not... It's not what it should be. I I will almost be interested with some of these Star Trek fans that love um, Discovery. You know, I'd be interested to know... Okay, what other things do you like? You know, other than Star Trek franchise, like, what else do you like? Because... There's got to be other shows out there that Discovery is more like than Star Trek itself, if that makes sense. I know they take a lot from the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying that from the word go. Like, I thought that was cool at first. But unlike a decent movie, it doesn't really have direction for me. No. It's just all over the place by the time you get to halfway through season two. It's like, what is going on and why should I care? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's the whole thing is just not being invested in the characters because it's not just that, but like sometimes just plain not liking them and, and not like oh you're a baddie kind of way, just like you're fucking annoying me kind of way. Yeah, like Burnham. I hate to say it, I love the actress. Uh, I liked Burnham in the first few episodes, at least, of uh, season one. Like, oh, this is an interesting, different story. But by the time she gets to season two, I'm just like, shut up, Burnham. Mm. Just shut up. Yeah, no. It's, uh, and the, the thing is, I love Sonequa Martin-Green in other things that she's been in. Mm. So is it, is it no fault her? That's what, that's what gets me as well. I in no way blame the actors whatsoever. Oh no, you can't. For like, the any, any actors can be in, in bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I witness it all the time. Like one of my favourite actors, so I was just watching last night, I watched like nearly two hours. I think I've mentioned him on the pod before actually. Lee Van Cleef, who was in a bunch of spaghetti westerns. Well, he's in uh, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly with Clint Eastwood. Yes. He's the Bad. That's where most people would recognise him from. Yeah, um, he is in some proper shite films, and I, because I like him so much in certain films, mm. I will watch those crap films knowing that they're crap um, beforehand. You know, like I've heard stuff about them, but I'm just like, well, I've got to watch it for myself. But then I sit there for like an hour and a half to two hours, and at the end of it, you're just like, why did I do that? Yeah, I'm bloody awful. <laughs> Just to formulate just because, an opinion. Yeah, yeah, to to yeah, have your own opinion and just to um, 
yeah to, to have experienced it for yourself and, mm-hmm. and you know it's proof of what we're saying that brilliant actors can be in awful things it, it happens all the time I mean fuck the amount of good actors that were in uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot oh I'm still going to do the um the documentary of the making of on uh, Prime I've yet to do that I keep seeing it and I think it's only because I didn't enjoy the film so much but I keep uh, holding off I definitely will watch that because I think I'll enjoy the making of more than I enjoyed. I do. I do. Yeah, because I like all the people. Mate, do you reckon you can somehow find a way to just talk to the listeners for 40 seconds while I go for a super speed slash? Or I will make a note and edit this out of the podcast. So let's get back to the actual uh, episode. What do you think? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I think I will definitely go back and watch that um, without us recording a podcast over the top of it and uh, mm-hmm. watch it with the kids. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I can imagine I'll enjoy the, the program itself, you know, without having all the Star Trek stuff in there. But uh, very good writing by, by whoever's done that. Yeah. Very funny. Oh no, it's a really enjoyable series. It's one that I'm always happy to like whack on when uh, the kids are watching something. I'll tell you what else I've been starting to... I've been almost trying to will them to like is I've started uh, putting on more in the background whilst they're doing stuff is uh, the real Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, good choice. I've done that in the past. Yeah. And uh, failed a bit, but Cisco's taken a real interest in ghosts at the moment, so... I think I might yeah. be able to do it. Well, in I've... fact, I've shown you pictures, haven't I, of um, uh, someone much further down my road has got their own Ghostbusters car. So yeah, he sort of pops every time he sees that. So, uh, so I should be able to get him Excellent. into it. We just bought some uh, Slimer marshmallow cakes the other day as well. So he kind of likes the franchise without even uh, having watched it properly recently. So uh, mm-hmm. is that on Netflix? Uh, no. No, it's Damn. not. I've got them because I uh, had the like DVDs and like had ripped them. It was so on, I, it was on something in the last few years because I know I tried um, briefly getting the boys to watch it. But what was yeah. it on? No, it is on something uh, probably, but no. Um, yeah, so I've started whacking that on because some of them real Ghostbusters episodes are really dark as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah, when when I rewatched them, because uh, it, it ended up just being me. Yeah, I remember thinking that, like, God, like they got away with a lot more mm-hmm. uh, when we were watching stuff. Oh yeah, than you and would also, now. Uh, but I think the person I'm having the most success with that uh, with is Logan because it, I think it, it's resonating a bit more with him, and also like he enjoyed sitting there and watching Ghostbusters one with us mm. as well. And I did. Uh, I conned him into watching Back to the Future with me. He uh, he I said. I just it, imagined that they would have all watched that at some point with you, whether they liked it or not. Well, it's been on in the background at points, but now I'm like, I'm like, no, you need to try to like this. 
Yeah. You don't understand. Back to the Back to the Future animated series, but I haven't seen that in years. I've got it saved on my hard drive. Mm. Yeah. No. I think most of those films, uh, most of those animated series that are based off films, weren't too bad. No. And Ted's Excellent Adventures as well. Mm-hmm. I'll tell um, you what I used to love. I used... Police Academy, I think, had one. Yeah, they did. Yeah, near enough everything had yeah. an animated series. The A-Team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I t- uh, one that I... Um, there, there are so many that uh, that were all of that sort of elk, especially Filmation just used to churn them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as well because i because i always remember um like the advert for the a team would always like be on whilst watching he-man which is like the, the like the same studio yeah but um no i uh one that i used to love uh was uh captain n the games master oh i did too yeah i had the vhs for years mm-hmm. before i sold that yeah and then also um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I've got Dungeons and Dragons on DVD. I've got the whole thing. I need to... I really want to watch that again because I'm sure that hold, would hold up. Oh, it does. Yeah, when I moved to Spain, um, I don't know, uh, about seven, eight years ago, um, mm-hmm. there was times where we had no TV, so had to have like a, a good selection of DVDs to watch. So I'm almost always put that on in the morning when my older son, who was, uh, must have been uh, nine or ten or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about nine or ten. Like we just watched that every morning and it was just, you know, better than not having the TV on at all. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very, very good. Uh, did you ever see the um like they done like an advert for a car in like brazil or somewhere a different foreign region and it got people so excited because they uh, basically recreated the dungeons and dragons cartoon oh no no i've not seen that oh i'm gonna have to send you a link and i recommend it to anyone because it was it was amazing it is is it just made you think they need a live action Dungeons and Dragons, mm. and it was so good, just so good. Oh, but no. Um, also, uh, did you see uh, since we last spoke? I know that you've seen, but let's discuss. Since we last spoke and moaned about them, they finally rescheduled DST. Finally, bloody hell. If I was more active online, I could, like, make some jokes about it. But, like, I wouldn't want to do that anyway because, you know, they've done some good things for us personally over the years. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, enjoyed a lot of things about the Destination Star Trek events. But, mm-hmm. uh, and plus, like, I kind of have to, not have to, like, I choose to point out to, to people online sometimes is that, like, this isn't Showmasters, guys. Like, I know people this love to rang on yeah, it is. Yeah, showmasters are just, you know, the little toddler holding of the, you know, the parent that is CBS that tells them what to do with everything. And you're not allowed to do this. You are allowed to do that. So it's not showmasters fault that they weren't able to. It's CBS, I guess, just not caring enough 
about the uh, the English fans and well, yeah, yeah, you can just put it down simply as that. I would say not caring enough to, to have the decency to do that way earlier on when they knew they could because they actually did it with the German uh, convention. Which, like, why do it with one and not the other? I, I don't mm-hmm. never never understood why they did that. And they've practically waited to the last minute. And yeah. I mean, what a we're a month and a half out. Yeah wound up a lot of people in the process um they did exactly what we said they should which was postpone it an entire year because that's the only that's the only time frame that makes sense for anything uh, that you're postponing at the moment because nobody knows no bloody mm-hmm. you know no politicians not even really the doctors or anything um, no one knows when this is going to come to an end or when it's truly going to calm down. So the only thing that makes this makes any sense for any of these massive events where we all get together in these uh, confined spaces, no matter how big they are, is a year because then you can decide again when you get like five, six months out. Like, okay, what's going to happen? When's it look like we're at now? But yeah, so so why they waited? Till nearly two months before that, well, let almost less. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, don't get it. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for those people what were holding out hope that it was going to happen. But it was kind of silly hope all along because what would that have looked? Like? In fact, I I never I'll do it now. I I saved a picture on my phone specifically for you. I I didn't make it. Someone else made it. Uh, how do you do it? I need to go to WhatsApp first, don't I? Like, yeah. One person had um, made a picture of what it would have looked like if it had it actually happened. Where is it? Has it gone? Here it is. Sending on WhatsApp right now. This isn't too different to what a William Shatner photo looks like at a convention, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it would look like. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I've sent Wayne a picture of um, your typical Shatner photograph at a convention. But now they've got a picket fence in between them. A sign on the wall saying, please do not touch. Shatner's got his rubber gloves on and a full face. No, he's got a normal mask on and then a full visor mask on over the top Mm -hmm. of that with the guy sat next to him with a normal mask on. And that's the thing. Fuck it. I don't. I think even next year, I don't think photo ops would be viable. I don't think so either. I I had saved up a whole bunch of money for a, a wrestling uh, convention, which I should have been going to in America. And now I don't even know if I'm going to America at all. But I only just thought to myself in the last few days, like the amount of money I saved for this convention. I thought. Even if I went on holiday, I shouldn't be going to a bloody convention. Like, mm-hmm. um, so in the last few days, I thought, fuck it. When I can finally decide which one, I'm going to buy myself an Xbox One Series X or I'm going to get myself a PS5. Why mm-hmm. not? It's a lot more sensible way to spend that money I saved. That's it. You can, you can safely social distance. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't, I can't see when those sort of events are going to happen again i just i just don't know because there's no one has got those answers and none of these convention organizers can pretend to know 
but like oh yeah we'll be okay by this date to do yeah the photo shoots and all that like it may be like i think you were about to say that we were going to have conventions but Mm -hmm. they're going to have to work differently so the actors and the convention runners are going to have to work out how to make that money differently yeah and actually give the the uh punters their money's worth still exactly because autographs would still work because you can maintain that social distance Mm. um but obviously you're speaking to someone with a face mask on and they're wearing a face mask so it's not like you're personally i i don't unless it was someone like avery brooks who hasn't been over in ages and yeah lots of people kind of make it clear that like guys he's not doing them anymore like if he came over i think i would queue up even if i've got a mask on he's got a mask on there's a bunch of security between us and that no you've got that, that two meter distance yeah i think for him like i would do it uh, but i can't really think of anyone else within uh trek who i'd bother i think everyone else even if i really admire their work i just think what's the point yeah because that's the thing I've always it's one of the, I think going forward one of the things that I always loved at conventions was just being able to go up talk shake hands with yes, someone interact with them but now those those people are not going to be wanting to shake hands with anyone whatsoever like, um, like uh like the TNG group. I hadn't watched um, Voyager for a while when we met her but when we met Martha Hackett mm-hmm and you know did a little interview with her i just came away from that like oh i really like her yeah and then it made me more interested in the character of seska when i went back and watched it mm-hmm. and i'm not sure that you're going to have that now yeah the conventions if everybody's uh in mar- which they've got to be they've got to be all masked up and you've got to be careful because these are the sort of events where it's going to spread it's breeding ground it is because it only takes one is, person. Yeah. I don't know what it's like when I'm out and about um, doing stuff. Like, you know, people are going to cinemas now. I am. I don't know if I'll ever go to the cinema again. Mm. But I know if I if I did go to the cinema, if one person, like, coughed in that room, I'd just be like, right, I'm gone. I'm going. Yeah. I, I'm not sticking around because it's... Why? Yeah. Why no, I... I don't, and the thing is as well, we're at a point where we're every day we're getting higher numbers now than when we was in the peak of lockdown, and like our our daily numbers at this point and the time of recording is like over twelve thousand a day. Oh, by the way, I'm just gonna say randomly, just gonna say a random fuck off to anyone listening. It was stupid enough, stupid enough at this point to still not believe that coronavirus is real. To those people, I know they're not listening because only smart, cool people listen to this pod. But if there is, seriously, like, wise up, fuck's mm-hmm. sake. I, I hate that. I hate people coming out with that nonsense. Actually, had people I, I know come out with that stuff on uh, on Facebook and whatnot and just could have got in massive arguments but i just thought no just off you go off you pop yeah no it's not it's worth just it. i mean insulting it's it's absolutely ridiculous to it's not even an opinion it's just stupidity like to come out with that sort of stuff yeah saying it's not real 
and that's well i i now officially i know one person who's had it now personally who is someone who works in the same uh, building that i drop people off to I, I literally just got a text this morning from my son's college saying that like oh someone's got it yeah uh, no need to you know panic no need to self-isolate this person got it at this time we think and it but i'm just like oh shit Mhm. Yeah. No. So that's the thing. It is it? There is. It, what's funny though? What's annoying though, is people who believe this shit. It's really annoying because I used to enjoy some conspiracy theories just because they're so fun. But now they're making conspiracy theories as a whole just look like twats. Because yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't just flat out deny science. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, OK, then. So you're telling me all of these doctors, all of these like professionals, they're all in on this together. Yeah. And we're, we're, well, yeah, they would, these idiots would say that us normal people are like sheep, like, oh, you just believe it. No, it's not. Like, I can say, I can 100% confirm my wife works for the NHS. Like, I shit myself every day that she's going to bring something back and harm herself and and harm us. She's telling me the stories. Mm -hmm. She's telling me about the people that are dying or have died. And then the family members that can't see them, can't speak to them because they're not allowed. Mm-hmm. You know, like and, and how sad that is. You know, she doesn't know them personally. She's not even the nurse. She's more on the admin uh, side of things, but she's still in and out these different wards. And like to see how upset she is coming home mm-hmm. with the stories of these people. Like, don't tell me it's not real. Yeah. No, it it just shows your level of idiocy to mm-hmm. like deny shit like this. But yeah, but like I say, no one like that would listen to our pod. But you're still, you can still carry on listening to the pod, but you're a fucking idiot <laughs> if you believe that. Or just just leave it as that. Yeah, just know what we think. Yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, no, but I and with regards to conventions it's like i personally i because of how things are with infection rates and that i think we're going to see a lot of conventions next year get cancelled as well i don't yeah i think so i think i think at this point i'm not sure if we'd like say a hundred percent but i don't think there'll be a palooza next year I don't think there will be either, but at least we did the smart thing early and just said, look, if there is one, it's not for another year from now. But that gives us and everyone else loads of time to to work out. But, yeah, I I kind of think the same thing, too. You just you only have to go outside your own front door. You only have to switch on the computer and go from screen to screen to screen to screen to see how. What's the word? You know. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, irresponsible people mm-hmm. are being uncaring. Yeah. There, there, there is massive numbers of people that are being very sensible. Mm-hmm. But um, most of the time, to me, it seems like they're in the minority. It's actually the majority, but uh, um, just being irresponsible. Yeah. Just not taking as much care as they could and thinking about others around them as well as themselves. Yeah. 
Uh, And it's it's a shame because they're just going to drag out that type of person. They might not be the worst type of person, you know, they might all could still be good people and, and stuff, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. helpful to the community in other ways and loving family members or whatever. But I just wish people could all just get on the same page because then we could get rid of it or, or just bring those numbers so mm-hmm. low that we could actually control it but it's because people are valuing things you know whatever those different things are to them like cinemas or conventions or, or whatever yeah but um yeah people are placing way too much value on that sort of stuff and and it's not going to go away while you know we keep doing that and, and the pubs and stuff as well like i couldn't believe it when the pubs reopened in this country mm-hmm. like there, there's no amount of like signage or whatever you want to tell yourself that like oh no no you know we're still being sensible like no, no you're not <laughs> yeah no you, you, it's it's impossible it's impossible to like turn around and, and claim that and i just think I th- I think personally I think I'll make a final decision on the next Palooza probably by February March because then that gives us enough time to organise and fair enough yeah reassess the world uh, by then but I I understand your thinking completely like just just looking at the world you just think well it doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon like only get get worse like um mm-hmm. you know pretty much every workplace and school out there if if you have symptoms uh you're expected to to go and be tested but even before you're tested you're expected to um self-isolate for two weeks uh if, if you're not getting those test results mm-hmm. and we're getting into the winter now so everyone's going to get normal cold and flu symptoms all the time so people are going to be taking time it's just going to be madness and obviously what no one was talking about for the last few months we were in our house but it is going to be um you know we can only presume that covid is going to spread even worse with uh with the cold winter months with people sneezing coughing all over the place and you know people going around going oh no it's not covid i've just got a cold you know when you're just going to be like well how do you know yeah exactly until you get your test and and those test centers like oh god i could go on and on i don't want to bore people but like we had a massive test center where i live and that's just closed down and it closed down because of brexit because they need the space for all these lorries. I live in like a harbour city. Mm-hmm. And there's just going to be loads of uh, lorries backed up. Of all the rules that have changed with Brexit. And it's like, for fuck's sake, you're telling me we've got rid of a, the only test centre. that was for the public in, in my already overpopulated city because of Brexit. Like, ugh. Ridiculous. Just adding to the perfect shitstorm. Like... My son, Cisco, was able to have um, a COVID test. He's the first one who's had one, but he was only able to have it in the hospital because my wife works at the hospital. Because mm-hmm. it, it was more about her. You know, they, the hospital needed to know that her family member didn't uh, have it. So that's the only way we got in there. But 
we would have to travel for miles and miles now that they've got rid of the normal test center and it's and that's because of brexit like when brexit came up i was like oh my god is that still a fucking thing yeah you'd think that they could just forget about that for a couple of years or something just say like okay like it's still happening but it's not happening right now because we've got some other serious stuff to deal with but uh. no bojo the clown isn't interested in postponing brexit to uh, deal with like to protect his population absolutely he needs, ridiculous he needs to appease the uh, far right so yeah no that's far more important than people's health but still before we start going on a rant about brexit <laughs> yeah yeah i need to stop sorry no yeah no and uh at that point i think we're gonna round up this episode uh for this week uh we're gonna try and make sure that we're uh more regular we're gonna eat plenty of fiber (laughs) (laughs) and uh, try and be as regular as we can going forward so but yes uh let us know yeah let us know if there's anything that you you think we should check out as well uh thank you darren for like suggesting that we check out teen titans Uh, yeah and for the other patrons out there like uh if we're dragging our heels on doing more of the patreon podcasts you know let us know what you think we should uh, do we're gonna uh, try and in the meantime like we did done. today yeah we're gonna oh, try yeah and we will yeah yeah we are getting back to it soon i'm sort of joking but i'm not joking for for people for the patrons out there is just say oh if you've not got the time for that particular movie yet try this movie yeah Oh no, definitely. Uh, and uh, any suggestions are always welcome on uh, talking points and whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Patron yeah. or not. Yeah, exactly. So, um, by the time we record next, I'll have even more done in the studio. So, there we go. Looking forward yeah, cool. to uh, uh, recording again soon. Uh, patrons will be getting that out to you uh, soon as well. So, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. That was Trek, mate. Captain, I suggest Vulcan Mind Probe. Tell me how your planet Vulcan looks on a lazy evening when the moon is full. The Vulcan has no moon, Miss Uhura. I'm not surprised.
energized. In the blue party spot, looking at his light, that geeky jug, huh? Non-stop GPS the spot, check us at the course like it's all he's got. The skin is green in any light, tight shirt, brown cock to the left and right. Half this, half that, not a monster. Peace, long life, live long and prosper. Yo! I'm running through these corridors on fire, hanging with Kirk Homie, no I cannot be a liar. We party spot! Yeah, that's the crew I'm serving. Let's buy the Enterprise now. Stop that swerving. Hey, Party Spock is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. And he's gonna make you lose your mind. Everybody make the Vulcan sign. Party Spock is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. Every day I'm shuttling. Shuttling, shuttling. Be my fan and be the first one to make me share this glass. Rob your nail, don't be mad now. Stop! Emotions are bad. Trouble is up to ahead. Holy going Don't mess sad. around. We just want to see more now. Excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me 
about your character. Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.